Rise and shout. We're two hours away from the kickoff of BYU football. Inside 10, 5, he's going in. Touchdown. Got around me from 45 yards out. This is Cougar Pregame Live, brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live is also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. And by Kingarf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem. To get you ready for today's action, let's join the host of Cougar Pregame Live, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU fans. Welcome into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Tonight, the BYU Cougars look to bounce back from their first loss of the season as they host former conference foe, the San Diego State Aztecs. My name is Jason Shepard. I'm coming to you from our BYU radio studios in lovely Provo, Utah. Joining me from literally just down the road at Lavelle Edwards Stadium is former BYU quarterback and our radio analyst, and let's be honest, all-around good dude. His name is Riley Nelson. And you know what, Riley? We are coming into pregame almost 45 minutes later than we normally do. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to immediately get to the things you need to know. All right, Riley, number one, senior night for BYU. You remember what senior night was all about. Fifteen seniors will be playing their final home game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Ten defensive players, five on offense. Now, they're not seniors, but obviously, Riley, they're guys like Zach Wilson, Brady Christensen, and others who aren't seniors, but they could leave early for the NFL so this, this is going to be kind of a strange night, especially when you factor in the fact that this year does not count towards eligibility. Some of these seniors who we may say goodbye to may be back next year. Yeah, for senior night, I got a nice little blanket with my name embroidered on it, the years that I played and things like that. Maybe I come back and collect a second senior <laughs> night gift, you know, Let's play play the game a little bit that way. No, honestly, uh, congratulations to these seniors on a well-accomplished career and obviously a great season. But to me, that's a footnote. If, if I were a player, that would be a footnote. Priority number one is coming out and take care of the business and trying to get that nasty, bitter taste from the Coastal Carolina loss last week out of your mouth and finish off your home schedule slate uh, the right way with a win against San Diego State. Absolutely, and that brings us to number two. Is this a revenge game against San Diego State? BYU lost to the Aztecs in the regular season finale last year and honestly did not look good, especially on offense. The offense managed only three points and lost 13-3. to The Aztecs are 4-3. and The offense is decent. Their defense is extremely good. They're only giving up 16 points per game. And if you look at their offense, roughly two-thirds run game, one-third pass. It's a typical San Diego State offense, at least from what we've seen in the recent history. Yeah, they, their quarterback struggles. Outside of that, their offense, you mentioned their offense is averaged by numbers and all those things. And the, and the guy they got, you know, pulling the trigger in the quarterback position, he's average. So it really pulls down the rest of the squad, which is they're really good up front, really good backs as always. Ever since they had Marshall Falk, you know, back 20 something years ago, San Diego State has always put good backs on the field as a product. Uh, but this is going to, I am so intrigued about this matchup for so many reasons. The emotional letdown is BYU let one mistake compound into two. And then the fact, that San Diego State would love to play spoiler. Four and three, obviously their season is somewhat average, but getting a win in Provo on senior night and continuing a team that BYU that's garnered so much praise and hype over the course of the season to continue to deflate them and slide them to nine and two with something. Those whack Mountain West rivalry days still loom large in the minds of San Diego State, of the San Diego State program, and I think to play spoiler tonight is something they would love to do. So interesting to see how BYU responds to that. I would second that. That, uh, they are they are constantly thinking about the previous matchups. They're still hung up on the non-call, they think, 
it, well, it was a non-call. Uh, a couple of years or several years ago, they were even asked. And speak, speaking of Brady Hoke, the head coach, he was asked about that play this week. So, I mean, this is this is that is certainly on their mind, and that is what they are coming to Provo to do is to upset BYU today. Coming up next, a closer look at the seniors who will be playing their final game at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. This is Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Alongside Riley Nelson, here's Jason Shepard. BYU and San Diego State coming your way at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. Football at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It is the regular season finale. It is also senior night. And Riley, as we mentioned, 15 seniors will be honored at Lavelle Edwards Stadium tonight. I'm curious, in your opinion... And let's be honest, there's a lot of these seniors that are going to be missed because they are some very impactful players. Is there one that you look at and say, man, he may be the guy they will miss the most? Yeah, for me, that'd be Isaiah Kafusi for his leadership, playmaking ability. I mean, he's the guy that when this team needs a spark, I've I, I watched the sideline a lot during the games, and uh, he is he's patrolling the sideline up and down, and obviously that translates over to the field. He's made so many timely plays over the course of his career and especially emerged as he's gotten into his junior and senior season. So for me, that he would get my vote. For me, look, there are so many guys on offense that I think you could go with, but I, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to go on defense with Isaiah Kafusi. I mean, that's that's the guy to me. And it's not also because he's also going to be our Shep Talk conversation coming up. But Isaiah Kafusi is the guy that on either side, everybody looks up to. This is a guy, I, heard, I actually heard somebody, and, and they said it in a joking manner, but w- it, with all seriousness, they said if there's one guy on this football team that one day could be a general authority, it's Isaiah Kafusi. <laughs> The, the esteem in which he has, is held, not just for what he does on the field, but what he is as a teammate and a human being, I think that right there is, for me, why I go with Isaiah Kafusi. He's an unbelievable football player, but what he does in the locker room as a teammate and as a human being, I think that's, that's where I go with this. He's somebody that, that, uh, that that's going to be very difficult to replace next year. And by the way... I do ask him, and you'll hear this in, in a couple of segments, I do ask him if he has made up his mind on whether or not he will come back. But, but Riley, I mean, as we mentioned, there are so many impactful seniors that could be playing their very final game at LaBelle Edwards Stadium tonight. Yeah, there most definitely can. I, a close second for me be Troy Warner. Part part of that has to do with the fact, so his older brother Fred and I shared a scholarship donor, and every t- it's a... Shout out to Ralph Severson from the Bay Area out in Orinda, California. And whenever he'd come in for games, he'd have all of his past and present players that he sponsored their scholarship over for dinner. And uh, Fred was one of those. I was one of those. Obviously not at the same time. And I I met Troy when he was still in high school coming out for – coming out for uh to watch his brother play when he was when his recruitment and stuff was still open so Troy's another one as you said the list we could go on and on and we will throughout the rest of this pregame but the void from Isaiah just as a total human being is going to be one difficult to replace in in next year and years to come yep my one-on-one with linebacker Isaiah Kafusi coming up a little bit later on but next it's Cougar Cuts you're listening to Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the new skin BYU Sports Network
let's get you back to Jason Shepard and Riley Nelson for more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. I'm in our BYU Radio studios. Riley Nelson in the press box at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, inching closer to kickoff between BYU and San Diego State. It's time for Cougar Cuts, and with the Aztecs visiting Provo tonight, head coach Kalani Satake talked about what he expects from San Diego State and if there will be some payback for losing to them last year. Brady Hoke's a really good coach. He's been a head coach before, so he knows how to get his guys motivated. They play an aggressive style of defense, very similar to what we've already seen from them last year, and uh, they've carried that on. And and then their offense, they like to run the ball and, and possess the ball. And, and so, you know, this is an opportunity for us to try to get the ball back for our offense to score, and, and they have a, a very dynamic run game. So this is going to be another challenge where maybe we can we have a little bit of redemption against last year, also against what we happened this week for us, you know, and, and, and playing against them. But I, I like the fact that we get to play another game. And if there's a way to play another game on the 19th and then a bowl game, we would love to do that too. Riley, I know that this Aztec defense is very good. You should not overlook this defense. They are legit. But there's no chance BYU's offense is held to three points tonight. And I know that this offense is looking for a little payback of their own after what happened last year. This defense is incredibly stout. They're not they're not uh, very chaotic, though. So, well, they try and give you chaotic pre-snap looks with the 3-3-5, and you're not quite sure where they can play a lot of games on the back end, and you're not quite sure where the pressure is coming from. But the only way, Jason, you say you don't see it happening. The only way it could happen is if the ball turns over a lot. In, in a cold night where there's not a lot of moisture on the air, the ball's a little bit slick, guys are wearing sleeves, which can tend to lead to more fumbles. Uh, that's the only way that I see them being held to three points. But BYU's got... Greg's tweeted it out. BYU's got to get over you know, tw- the 24 points. Whenever they do that, they're in a good shape. If they're held under, it's going to be anybody's game, and that's the exact game that I think Brady Hoke and his staff and his players have architected and are going to try and produce on the field here tonight as a low-scoring under-20s because they know if they can do that, they got a chance. If BYU gets up above 24 points and scoring, especially early in the game, it's going to be hard for San Diego State to keep pace. Up next, I go one-on-one with Isaiah Kafusi in Shep Talk. More Cougar pregame live presented by Mountain America Credit Union after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to Cougar pregame live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Jason Shepard. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. This is BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Radio on KBYU FM HD2 Provo. You're listening to BYU Football on BYU Radio. I mentioned this a couple of segments ago. In so many ways, senior linebacker Isaiah Kafusi is the heart of the Cougar defense, not just on the field, but off of it as well. Now, his play obviously speaks for itself, and it was an absolute pleasure to speak with him this week for Shep Talk. So, Isaiah, I think my biggest question for you is I'm really curious how the guys have handled things since the loss at Coastal Carolina. How has that gone? Yeah, I think it's um, gone about as good as it could we seem kind of young on paper, but I think a lot of guys in the program um, are experienced and, you know, we, we're competitors. We've been around. We've won and lost games. Yeah, this one sucked, but uh, losing isn't tough. You know, it's t- to me, tough is trying to figure out Christmas, you know, during this pandemic. There are people out there who are just going through so many different things like that's tough. 
you know, suck losing sucks, but we're we're good at we're competitors. We know how to bounce back and guys have done a good job at kind of, you know, looking at the film, understanding what we need to do better and kind of moving on and looking forward. And then on top of it all, then it's senior night. For you, that adds obviously another layer. What what does that add for you? Yeah, just uh just a lot of humility. Um just reflecting back on you know my years here at BYU and just very, very grateful. You know, I'm just very blessed to, to be with the, the players that I'm around, my teammates, uh, my coaches. Just, I, I think that's kind of the layer that it has is it's just, uh, you know, it, it hasn't hit me completely, but I, I just, it's more of reflection and, and just great, like gratitude for this opportunity to be here and, and kind of the blessings I received from this place. Is it crazy that it's already at that point? I've got to imagine that it's probably gone by in a blink of an eye. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I remember um, my wife and I got married right before my first fall camp in 2016. And I, you know, just remember talking to my wife one night at the end of fall camp and she was like, man, like we got to do this for another four years. Like we have four <laughs> more of these. Just, it just seemed like an eternity, but it's gone by so fast. Each year just goes by even faster. It's so crazy. I've loved every minute. I've taken advantage of a lot of opportunities and have no regrets. Just look back and just full of gratitude. You know, I have not asked you this question and I've not heard you speak about this elsewhere. Maybe you have and I just missed it. But you talk about taking advantage of opportunities. There is an opportunity to come back next year. Have you made a decision on that? Do you know where you're leaning in terms of that? Yeah, I I really haven't. Um, I've kind of told my wife that I'm going to focus, you know, kind of on the season. I think that's been a big um, reason for our success is a lot of the seniors know that we can come back, but we've really focused on the now. We focused on just us. And so I think that's been a huge part of our success this year is guys kind of know that there, you know, there is a chance to come back. And so you can just kind of leave it on the field and give it your all, but haven't really discussed. I, I, you know, you know, I've got interest in both and and my number one priority is really just taking care of my family. Uh, My son who's 19 months old and my wife and uh, we'll, we'll make the decision together. We'll talk about it and uh, we'll I'm sure we'll pray about it and really figure out what's right for me and where I need to be and uh, what's right for our family. And so looking forward to really, figuring that out and here in the near future and trying to, you know, just figure out life uh, with, with my wife. But yeah, that's kind of where we're at right now. In terms of the actual game on Saturday, this is obviously a team you guys faced last year. So where's the offense different? Their defense is the side of the ball that gets the most notoriety. What do you see from their offense? They're um, pretty similar to to last year. They like to just load up the box. They like to run. They kind of have that attitude, that old, old school mentality and that old attitude of, stop the run first and then we'll play ball, you know? And so um, really good quarterbacks. They play, they've played a few of them and those guys are kind of the glue to their offense and they make a lot of good plays. Their tight ends are good. They're big tight ends. Their old line's good. They just, they, they run the ball really well, in my opinion, and they run it a lot. And so good challenge for us this week, I think defensively, because we gave up a lot of rushing yards last week. Uh, no, it was a unique offense, but still it's the, the, the bar has been set and yeah doesn't matter what, what scheme they're running or, or what, you know, offense they're trying to do. And that bar is going to be the same. And so just looking forward to that, this matchup and kind of our defense being able to bounce back. All right, let's wrap it up, Isaiah, with the final four questions. If you could have a Zoom conversation with anyone, who would it be? With anyone? Matthew McConaughey. That's my guy. Nice. Very yeah, nice. I, I think he'd be good. He'd be an entertaining one for sure. Okay. Uh, what is your cheat day snack meal or dessert? Uh, I, I love In-N-Out and In-N-Out strawberry shake. Yeah, usually I get 
a large <laughs> strawberry shake from in and out So, so now you wear a strawberry shake regardless? Because that is my personal favorite shake, regardless of where I oh, go. Yeah. Strawberry shake. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm a big caramel shake guy as well. Yeah. But um, if, if a place has like a, a great uh, strawberry shake, I, I always get it. Look, my, my appreciation for you continues to grow. Uh, what's the sport you would play if you didn't play football? Man, I've been getting into golf. I wish I would have been a golfer. Uh, love and idolize Tony Finau. Yeah. He uh, puts it on for the culture. And so um, <laughs> I, I wish I would I would have golfed. But that, that, that would be like, if, if I could play any other sport, I, would, I wish I could golf. Last one. What makes the 2020 BYU football team special? Man, it's just the guys that we got. Just a bunch of, of guys who are hungry to be the best they can be. We've been very fortunate to be guided by coaches who kind of are the same way, and they just know how to get the best out of us. And so the this, this special uh, sauce to our team is just the combination of the guys we have with the, the mentors and the coaches that we have. You know, the, That combination has just made us special. Isaiah, you are truly one of the best, man. Always love talking to you. Thanks for taking a few minutes, and good luck against the Aztecs. Thanks, Chef. I appreciate it. All right, that's senior linebacker Isaiah Kafusi. Coming up next, it's our QB read with Riley. You're tuned into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Jason Shepard and Riley Nelson for more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union. Reward yourself with my style checking from Mountain America. You earn points towards travel, gift cards, events, and more. Details at macu.com slash mystyle. Membership is required based on eligibility. And Riley, it's, it's one of our favorite segments, of course. It's time for our weekly QB Read with Riley. Riley, you dog. <laughs> All right, Riley, what do you got for us this week? And an abbreviated QB read with Riley. Yeah, so in Cougar Cuts, uh, Kalani mentioned Coach Hoke, and Coach Hoke is famous for he was at San Diego State, left uh, stint at Michigan, came back to San Diego State, and he said he's coached a long time. He's a good coach, and he is. One of his hallmark or his trademarks is his three-three-five defense. Just wanted to give a few points on the three-three-five and why it poses specific challenges. One is obviously five. It's it's basically nickel all the time, meaning that you have more uh, faster, quicker players who can be more multiple, which does a couple of things. One, it allows you to be more secure on the back end playing both zone and man coverage and defense. But two, you have faster, more agile guys blitzing, which is one of the things that they like to do. When you're playing a 3-3-5, you don't get a lot of blitzes close to the line of scrimmage. You get guys coming from distance, but because they're faster players, you get that. Second thing is the 3-3 part. So in the base defense, you have a nose tackle, two defensive ends, and three linebackers. One of the things that's difficult about that is you're used to four down fronts where everybody kind of has their normal gap assignments. Now, there are two or three variations off those, but you have such a volume of experience against those that you're used to it. Whenever they play 3-3 stacks, so look for that this game when you have the nose and two ends and then the three linebackers stacked right behind them. It's really hard because, as you can imagine, when they're stacked, they can go either way or slant either way. So that makes it makes run blocking or run targeting 
much more difficult. In pass protection, you kind of have enough because you're able to take your pass set as an offensive lineman and see which way they're going, but it makes run blocking a little bit more difficult. So the five defensive backs uh, and their versatility and then what they're able to do with that 3-3 stack front makes the run game uh, a little bit more difficult. So it'll be interesting to see how the BYU offense meets the challenge uh, that this uh, somewhat unique 3-3-5 defense of Coach Hoke poses for them tonight. Riley, great stuff as always. And how about this? I've got an update on the status of a couple of important Cougar players. Will they play tonight? We'll let you know when we come back. Cougar pregame live presented by Mountain America Credit Union back after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Alongside Riley Nelson, here's Jason Shepard. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. The BYU Cougars and the Aztecs of San Diego State coming your way shortly from Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Want to make sure that we pass along this information. Cougars are going to be without a couple of offensive players. Riley, we, we knew in the loss to Coastal Carolina that Gunnar Romney and Clark Barrington went out in that game. Uh, neither are expected to play tonight. So the BYU offense will be without one of its deep threats in Gunnar Romney. And then the offensive line will be without Clark Barrington. So Chandon Herring is going to be playing left guard tonight. And Blake Freeland will come in at right tackle. Maybe just your thoughts on not having some pretty big weapons. Well, the offensive line, I think... They've dealt with, you know, Tristan Hodge was out earlier and James Empey was missing for a time with his ankle. So the offensive line, good thing is there's a lot of depth there, a lot of starts, a lot of players. Gunner's going to be an interesting one. You do have, obviously, Dax has kind of emerged as the number one, where earlier in the season it looked like it was going to be Gunner. And then Neil has also emerged. I think I think with Neil Pau, who's sitting there waiting to pick up the slack, he had a good game against Coastal Carolina. Uh, obviously, Gunner, you lose some explosive down the play. Seems like he's always good for a 40-plus yard reception for uh, this season. So it Look to guys like Neil Pau and then also maybe get some of the younger guys in the mix to fill that void. But uh, it's going to be a challenge here tonight because I think being able to move the ball fast down the field and effectively down the field is important against a team that's going to try and shorten the game and control the time of possession. Well, and Riley, one guy that I expect to have a big night, is cer- certainly in, in terms of being targeted, we'll see how the defense plays him because I'm sure they're going to want to take that weapon away. I think Isaac Rex could have a big night tonight. Yeah, and I'd like to see him in the open field or between the 20s, right? We know what he can do in the red zone down by the goal line, obviously, with his touchdown numbers. But I'd like to see him get more targeted in in the open field. He was... Uh, you know, on that one, on the big drop, on the fourth down, every, you know, he was running wide open. Of course, Gunner right. should have caught that ball. Anyway, we won't spit, we won't dwell too much on last week. But way to bring he, up the past, yeah, Riley. <laughs> I know, no, he's had his opportunities, <laughs> but um, I, hopefully, he gets more here tonight and is able to capitalize on him. All right, man. After a quick break, our weekly view from the sideline with Mitchell Jurgens. Riley, we'll let you go, but you're going to be back and say, I don't know, 15 minutes with Greg. So go take a little bit of a break, but we're going to hear you soon. Most definitely. Thanks, Chip. There we go. That's Riley Nelson on the other side. My chat with Mitchell Jurgens as Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union rolls on on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars getting ready to face the San Diego State Aztecs senior night and the regular season home finale for the BYU Cougars. We don't know if BYU will have another game before their bowl game. I guess we'll 
Find out within the next week, but right now it is the final regular season game. And joining me from Lavelle Edwards Stadium, former Cougar receiver, he is our sideline reporter. He'll be roaming the sidelines tonight on the broadcast. He is Mitchell Jurgens. Hi, Mitch. How you doing, man? Doing good, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I, I want to get your perspective as a former player. Help me understand what a player's going through tonight playing after what took place last week. When, when you have so much on the line... What's that next game like? Yes, I mean, first off, they're so eager to get back on the field to really erase that nasty feeling of the result of last week's loss with, with a positive and dominant performance tonight. You know, it's no secret that this team was disappointed and, and frustrated after last week, and, and I won't be surprised to see a lot of that frustration on the field tonight. What do you make of this matchup specifically? We know these two teams faced each other last year, the offense only able to account for three points, lost 13-3. to three. I know there's a lot of pride on this team, and especially with the way the offense has moved the ball this year. Safe to say we would certainly expect the offense to come out with, if you're going to pick one side of the ball that would come out with the most intensity, safe to say it's probably the offense tonight? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and not even just looking at the, the game last year, but just going to last week, only 17 points. That's 30 points less than what this BYU offense was used to scoring every week going into going into Coastal Carolina. Um, you know, we saw too many negative plays, drop passes, mental mistakes, and that's not like BYU football this the, the BYU football offense this season. And so I fully expect them to come out uh, honestly with so much intensity tonight just to correct the wrongs that went on and and prove that hey, this is the this is the BYU offense that we've seen the entire season. What do you remember from your senior night? Well, first off, I'm having a little deja vu. Uh, my senior night in 2016 was against Utah State here in Lavelle Edwards Stadium in the black jerseys as well. Yeah. So, re- um, you know what? Funny enough, I was actually, I, I was not working that night. So that was the one season in between going from KSL to BYU that I didn't do the games. So I was actually in the stands as a fan okay. for that game. I remember it well. Yeah, so, I mean, just really, it, it makes you just look back, honestly, at your career. Um, for me, it was just pure gratitude, right? You know, I, I set out, I, I had so many, you know, hopes and dreams to play BYU football um, and, and to come to that realization on senior night. Honestly, it was a night like no other that you got to play in a football game um, for the last time at Lavelle Littered Stadium, but to have your family there to support you and um, just, uh, even if they weren't there, you know, in the stadium, it was, you know, just so much support throughout your entire career and just uh, that reflection was one like no other and and something I'll I'll remember forever. Mitch, great stuff, man. Uh, By the way, how cold? I know you're inside right now, but I'm assuming you've been out. I have not been outside since way before the basketball game got started. How cold is it right now? It's cold. You know, I'm inside. I've got, I'm prepped already though. I've got uh, a lot of layers. I've got a beanie and I'm going to be prepared, but I I guarantee you I'll still be cold. There we go. It's all about the layers, Mitch. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. And uh, have a good time tonight. It's going to be a fun one. Thanks, Jason. There we go. On the other side, you'll hear from Aztecs head coach Brady Hoke. That's next. As Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America Credit Union, continues on the news. You're tuned to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Jason Shepard. Getting closer to kickoff at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, former conference foes, BYU 
in San Diego State, the head coach of the Aztecs, Brady Hoke. He held a Zoom press conference this week I was able to take part of, and I asked Coach Hoke the similarities between these two teams who faced each other last year. Well, there's a lot of similarities, obviously, but, you know, I think up front, I think there's a little bit of difference, even though some of those guys played a year ago. Uh, I do believe that, you know, like any other player, uh, the more mature and the older you get and uh, in in, from experience that uh, you improve. So I think uh, on that front, it's a, a little better. They're a little better there. And, and I think uh, the other thing is the opportunities are getting their defense is playing lights out, you know, and Kalani is uh, kind of uh, very similar to, to how I am, uh, very much a defensive guy, and they're really playing well on defense, and when you play well on defense, you give more opportunities to your offense. Coming off a loss, you know BYU wants this game bad. After what happened last week and losing out on the New Year's Six Bowl, I asked Coach Hoke if he expects to face an angry BYU team. You know, I never really think about that. You know, we we look at what's in front of us. We look at and study, uh, you know, the games that they've played. We get with our players and, and try and prepare them the best we can. And it, it doesn't matter who you're playing and uh, what kind of mood they're in. It's about you. All right, that was San Diego State head coach Brady Hoke. When we come back, we'll wrap things up before we send you to Lavelle Edwards Stadium with Greg Rubel. Riley Nelson and Mitchell Jurgens. This is Cougar Pregame Live presented by Mountain America Credit Union on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to your host, Jason Shepard. All right, starting to wrap things up for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up on Cougar Halftime Live, BYU TV analyst and former BYU linebacker David Nixon will join me. We'll recap the first half. We'll also go over some scores in college football. That's all coming up at halftime, but we got a lot to get to before then. Coming up next is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel and head coach Kalani Satake. You're listening to BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live was brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Cougar Pregame Live was also brought to you by Siegfried and Jensen, helping Utah families for over 30 years. And by Ken Garf, Honda, Nissan, and Volkswagen in Orem. This is BYU Football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to preview today's matchup with head coach Kalani Sataki. It's the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, presented by Zions Bank. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, guiding members forward for more than 80 years. Let's rejoin Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar football fans, and welcome inside Lovell Edwards Stadium on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah, for the latest regular season game in BYU football history and the first ever December home game as the Cougars play host to San Diego State on a frigid Saturday night. I'm your play-by-play commentator, Greg Rubel. With me is the sling and scramble in Southpaw, the former BYU Cougar, 
Riley Nelson. And uh, Riley, BYU's New Year's Six Bowl hopes uh, crushed at Coastal Carolina one week ago today. So the sights are now set on different goals. A 10-win season, a little payback against the Aztecs, and a winning send-off for however many seniors decide that this will be their last game, a home game at least, in a BYU uniform. Most definitely the pride of this team will definitely be challenged tonight depending on how they come out and respond. And I think uh, San Diego State poses a great challenge. We all remember what happened last week in San Diego, or sorry, excuse me, last year in San Diego. This is largely the same team on both sides of the ball. So uh, I think Cougars will be out for revenge. And honestly, for me, Greg, while seniors and all that uh, is something we'll keep our eye on here tonight, uh, getting revenge for that loss last season, which was a game BYU thought they should have won going into, uh, I think will be a strong motivator. We'll hear Kalani Sitake's pregame thoughts about a San Diego State team that uh, will be expected to follow the same game plan that led Coastal to victory last week. More on that coming up next. You're listening to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. Kalani's pregame interview next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Pregame Coaches Show continues. Once again, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We are live at Lavelle Edwards Stadium where tonight 9-1 BYU hosts 4-3 San Diego State. The 38th meeting in a series BYU leads 28-8 with one tie. The last game was played last season. Aztecs won that one 13-3, but San Diego State has never beaten BYU in back-to-back games. BYU fans, this reminder that when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. With a BYU win tonight, pizza will be 50% off at papajohns.com using the online promo code BYU50 for Monday only. This offer is good at any Utah location. Well, one week ago today, we were in Conway, South Carolina, where the Cougars' hopes of an undefeated season and New Year's Six Bowl berth were dashed by Coastal Carolina. It was a race between the tortoise and the hare. And the slow and steady team was a winner, capitalizing on clock control and consistently productive ground game to earn the 22-17 win. And head coach Kalani Sitake says uh, San Diego State is a team equipped to try and do the very same thing here tonight. Exactly. I mean, they're, they're, maybe the scheme might be a little bit different, but there's a little bit more similarities in, in philosophy and execution and trying to keep the ball away from our offense. The time of possession is going to be a big deal for us here, and, and I think... Getting off out of drives is going to be the key for our defense. Offensively, if we can get more opportunities for them, then they can score more points. But if not, then they're going to have to do what they can, what they can with with the amount of reps that they have. We've we've been in games where we've played 60, 60 plays and had scored in the fifties. So I, I feel like uh, if we have good execution on the offensive side and efficiency, we should be okay. But we can really help things out by playing complementary football and our defense getting stops, field position and getting the offense the ball back as, as soon as possible. What might be a couple of keys to being a little more disruptive defensively to take teams off schedule a bit more? Well, I think for us it's being a little bit more disciplined in the run game. And, uh, you know, I, I think San Diego State's going to do a little bit more than uh, more QB run than even Coastal did. And that's that's difficult to say because Coastal had a quarterback that could do a lot of different things. But I think they're going to they're gonna hang their hat on, on trying to uh, possess the ball, trying to... Um, minimize uh, opportunities for offense, and then and then just trying to do what they can defensively to keep our offense out of the end zone. That's what happened last year. Our, our, I believe our offense had a lot of yards, and it was it was just a red zone issue. And I can't remember how many field goals we missed, but we missed some some close field goals. Mm-hmm. And 
it's a matter of our offense scoring touchdowns and our defense getting stops. And then this past week against Coastal, you had only four snaps inside the red zone all day. Yeah, and then and and that that's going to be uh, the key for us is to sustain a drive on offense and 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 when we get down to the red zone in that area to puncture it in and make sure that we score touchdowns. Um, we we feel like we have a great kicker that can make a lot of field goals and uh, you know if we have to go that route then we will. But if it, if it's in striking distance and. We feel like there's a time that we feel like the percentages work in our favor, and on we, we might have to use four downs to get there. San Diego State starting a different quarterback than the one you saw last year at their place. He's still playing, but they're not projected to start him against BYU. What from last year carries over pretty well to this year, even with a new coaching staff? Yeah, the run game, and 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 I think last year we went against Carson Baker a lot more. I mean, he's the starter last year, but uh, the, but they're going to lean heavily on the run game. Uh, with a physical O-line, and they have some dynamic backs. Um, in this case, this year, the quarterbacks can actually run. If you're talking about Brookshire and you're talking about Johnson, and so they're, they're, that adds a, a new wrinkle to the defending them. But um, I think for the most part, Brady Hoke's going to rely on this offense to sustain drives, get it, you know, get third and shorts, and and, uh, and try to get um, you know uh, possess the ball and get these long drives going and. Uh, when p- teams do that, they can lull you to sleep and then hit you deep with with a with a, a shot downfield. And so we we'll have to be sound tacklers and we we'll have to be assignment sound football. Even though Rocky left and and a new DC is working at San Diego State, they they, they keep that three three five going, don't they? They do, and I think um, maybe not as much uh, extravagant blitzes as what Rocky's done, and they play a little bit more base, but they disguise a lot of different. Um, fronts and coverages and they do a lot they're still busy um i, I think they, they'll try to get you in the third and long posi- uh, position and try to heat you up with a lot of different disguises and blitzes and so uh i think it's a very effective defense and if you look at what they've done throughout the whole year i mean um they've, they've leaned on these guys making big time plays and very active defense mm-hmm. that can run very athletic do you expect to be down a player in the receiving core we saw gunner get banged up at coastal yeah uh, probably not going to see gunner uh, tonight in the game, and, and we're hoping that um, you know, hoping we're wrong, but uh, we we feel like the the key is to keeping them safe, and and uh, we trust our trainers. And so if he's ready to go, then we'll do that. But uh, we're really going to make it uh, hard for him to do that because we want to make sure that he's safe. And uh, your offensive line has been deep all year, and mm-hmm. you'll test that depth because uh, Clark Barrington also got hurt against Coastal. That's right. And and and, and uh, what we will do this this week is we'll move Chandon inside and have uh, Blake Freeland starting for us to tackle, and then uh, we'll go from there. We feel like it's a lot of guys that have played a lot of reps, and you might see some guys rotating in and out, but we feel like that's going to be a, a good group for us, and we should be able to lean on those guys to create some. Uh, an advantage for us, hopefully, in this game. You're playing regular season December football. BYU's never had a home game in December in, until today, and you have a chance for 10 wins, which BYU hasn't had in, in quite a few years. Yeah, I mean, we're looking forward. The first thing is to, is to get the win and uh, do our best and play our, our, our best and, and find a way to, to to play together as a group. And, and, and you know, we're going to still be focused on having fun, uh, enjoying the moment, but our, our focus is sending out the seniors the right way and getting this win for them. Um, and, and I think everything else will kind of cover itself. And uh, looking forward to the game. It's going to be cold. It's, it's going to be, uh, I don't know what the ground's going to look like, but uh, we, we, we love cold football and, and the best play in the cold. That's how it works even in the NFL. We'll see how the, uh, the guys from Southern California handle the cold here at BYU. Yeah, well, welcome, welcome, welcome to the mountains. <laughs> Kalani, thanks for the pregame preview. Have a great game tonight, and we'll talk to you postgame. Thanks, Greg. Let's go.
That is BYU head coach Kalani Sitake leading us into the Homie home field advantage. Brought to you by Homie, who reminds you that there's no place like home playing in front of Cougar fans who have your back. Homie's got your back, saving you sweet cash when buying or selling a home. Call it your Homie home field advantage. And tonight, BYU's playing for a ninth consecutive home win. Last time BYU won nine straight home games was during a 10-game home win streak in the 2011 and 2012 seasons. This has been the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. This is BYU football on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Kickoff is just around the corner. You're tuned to the BYU Store Cougar Kickoff Show. The BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. The Cougar Kickoff Show is also brought to you by Bailey's Moving. We move with you every step of the way since 1952. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. And by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house, same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Let's head live to the Mo Betta's broadcast booth. Alongside Riley Nelson, here's the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Hello and good evening once again, Cougar Nation. Welcome back inside Lavelle Edwards Stadium on the BYU campus in Provo on a wintry Saturday night along the Wasatch Front. This is the Cougar Kickoff Show brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Tonight, BYU playing for its first 10-win season in nine years. With the San Diego State Aztecs in town, BYU still one of the top offensive teams in the country. But coming off that 17-point performance last week, the Aztecs, meantime, are allowing an average of only 16.3 points per game. Greg Grubel, Riley Nelson with you in the broadcast booth, joined by engineer Michael Winner, statistician Ralph Sokolowski, and spotter Bryce Larson, former BYU wide receiver Mitchell Jurgens, reporting for us from the Zions Bank end zone. Zions Bank is for you. For banking that helps you game plan for life, Zions Bank is for you. Our team in the BYU Radio Studios comprised of host Jason Shepard, engineers Barry Squires and Sean Fay, coordinating producer Terry South, and control board operator Cole Wissinger. Really good to have you with us on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Well, one yard was all that separated BYU from victory last week at uh, Coastal Carolina. The game was essentially, though, lost well before the final play in the closing seconds. The tone set early on both sides of the ball where a first play offensive penalty erased a touchdown while the defense could not get off the field. Coastal had the ball for more than 11 minutes in the first quarter, and Riley, the tide never really turned. Some crucial mistakes on offense, long drives allowed on defense, and that was kind of the ball game. If lessons were indeed learned, we should see the results here tonight because San Diego State wins games the same way Coastal did last week and really the same way well that these same Aztecs did last year against BYU. You said it Greg the repeating theme in the postgame interviews last week was well we'll take a look at the film we'll make our adjustments and we will get better hopefully they accomplish that this week because while they're not the exact same they're not a carbon copy the overall philosophy of how San Diego State has success on the field is the same as Coastal Carolina's. More of the BYU Store Cougar Kickoff Show is straight ahead after we tell you that this season, BYU football and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each field goal that BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $250 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Our pregame look at BYU and SDSU continues after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
getting you geared up for game time. This is the Cougar Kickoff Show. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU-San Diego State coming up just after the top of the hour here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. Even though he's only a junior on this senior night, it's expected to be the final home game for quarterback Zach Wilson, a projected high-round NFL draft pick. If he leaves, he'll have done so with only one real full season as a starter under his belt. He started only parts of his freshman and sophomore years, but he will depart in exclusive company among the most accurate passers and most productive runners. In BYU quarterbacking history, he will not lead BYU to maybe the, you know, the specials, you know, that uh, that New Year's Six Bowl that uh, we all hope was possible at nine and zero. But uh, he has shown uh, why the pro scouts think he can play at the next level. Riley, where has Zach improved the most this season, even throughout the season, and what will the NFL demand of him? That we maybe haven't seen maybe fully yet. He has improved the most in the variety of throws that he can make. In other words, he's increased his repertoire. I think the arm strength, granted, he was coming off shoulder surgery last week, so the arm strength was there as a true freshman, took a hit as a sophomore. It's continued to develop. It's the strongest it's ever been. But the reality is making off-platform throws, which is good as pass rushers and defenses are in the NFL, you cannot expect to be able to stand stationary in a pocket and throw from a calm platform. You've got to be able to throw while you're moving and from all different arm angles, which he's proven to do. And uh, I would also say his overall command of the offense and the concepts he's proven that three years in an offense under same coordinator he can truly be a field general that is out there executing the game plan exactly how it was drawn up so if you're watching him uh either on an nfl sideline or an nfl field as soon as next season how at home is he going to look yeah so keep in mind he's a true junior so i think he's somewhere in the 20 to 21 years old. Three years ago, he was at Corner Canyon High School right here in Draper, Utah, right? So I do think... Now, if you're drafting the first round in today's NFL, with very few exceptions, you are expected to play. That, to me, feels a little bit rushed just because you look at him physically, and I don't know that he's got three whiskers on his chin, right? <laughs> now, not that that stops you from playing because he's developed the skill and technique to be able to, to be on there. I would say he's maybe... He would be a team... And especially if he goes in the, in the later first round, where he kind of where he's projected to be, or even into a second round, he's more a team that's that's um, forecasting him to be the starter in the next two to three years as he continues to mature, grow into his body, and adjust to the NFL game. Good stuff. Coming up, we'll head down to field level and hear from Mitchell Jurgens as the BYU Store Cougar Kickoff Show continues live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Kickoff Show. Let's get back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. December football for the first time at Lavelle Edwards Stadium is tonight the 14 and 16th ranked BYU Cougars host San Diego State. BYU 9 and 1, SDSU 4 and 3, and playing the finale of its abbreviated regular season schedule. Let's head down to field level and former BYU wide receiver Mitchell Jurgens. BYU playing its 11th game of a season in which some teams have played only a fraction of that number. Mitch reporting for us, by the way, from the Zions Bank end zone for banking that helps you game plan for life. Zions Bank is for you, Mitch. As part of the Cougars pandemic protocol, you personally have been undergoing COVID testing all season to let you do your radio job alongside coaches and players at field level and back in the locker room area. So you're acutely aware of all it has taken to get 11 games in and played and a lot of people deserve a lot of credit you included for making this season as enjoyable as it has been despite the myriad challenges overcome just to get to nine and one so far 
Yeah, Greg, you know, it has been a season like no other, and, and hopefully we'll never have to replicate in the future. But, you know, the simple fact that BYU has played 10 games so far this season with an 11th here tonight, it's a huge accomplishment in so many ways for this program, the players, Tom Holmo. I mean, there's so many others involved. Um, and as you mentioned, Greg, you know, I get to experience the nervous and anxious feelings uh, these players go through as you wait for your test results twice a week, just hoping for a negative test. Um, and I was just a sideline reporter, right? I wasn't playing the game. <laughs> Um, you know, but I've said it before in the broadcast, and I'll say it again tonight. Um, what these players have been asked to do this season to stay healthy, to be extra careful in their every move over the last several months, and, and the fact that they've responded to the challenge so positively says so much to their maturity, and everyone should be proud of what they've been able to accomplish. Excellent stuff, Mitchell, and uh, kudos to you, and of course everyone with the Cougar football program for staying healthy and answering the bell weekend and week out. Coming up next, we'll have Riley Nelson's keys to the game, the coin toss, and the opening kickoff. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Kickoff Show, live from Lavelle Edwards Stadium on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.